Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Welcome to Hey, Julia, a podcast about Big Brother and Survivor. My name is Brett. I'm Danielle. And, and Brett, you forgot the fact that we're also now a podcast that talks about Ben Affleck's film ventures. Just whenever he, just whenever he drops a new <laughs> one that like, you know... In this house, straight to we digital. watch Ben Affleck movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So this this Ben Affleck movie about basketball and drinking and mm. family tragedy. Yes, comes out. Quarantine happens. They release it on digital. Danielle and I thought, let's watch this movie and talk about it. So in case, yeah, well, maybe let's do Survivor first. Yeah, there's kind of not much to talk about because. For the first half of the episode, we're meeting everybody's kids. I know. I can't believe we went from like the best tribal council of all time to the family reunion that took so long. And it's literally just these people making out with their children for 20 minutes. And they're boring husbands and they're boring wives. <laughs> and Sophie's balding husband, Bobby, fiance, Bobby. It's the Bobby show, everybody. You want um, some Bobby? We got we got a lot of Bobby for you today. On Survivor, then, winners at war. So Tyson, they're all, war. Very, <laughs> they're all very cute with their families. One thing that stood out to me was Tyson telling his daughter, "This is that what Daddy does. This is Daddy at his job." I I, I like, clocked that as well. That is so weird. His career is his is being on Survivor, and I, he said he's he's been on it four times. That's yeah, four months. Yeah, that and that's his entire livelihood. It sounds like, and he's won once, right? So yeah. hey, do it once a year. That's still two fit. That's a cool two fifty a year before taxes. Yeah. That's still pretty good. Yeah, seems like he needs to get another job though. I mean, what a saint of a wife he must have. Um, did anybody's anybody's husbands or wives like really do it for you? Anybody you're like, oh yeah. Well, no, I only made notes of Parv's husband was making out with her while she was trying to talk. <laughs> and it was like an extreme close up of her being like, this is so amazing. And he's just like, <laughs> just the, 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 sexual, the, the sexual magnetism of Parv is too much for any person to handle, even Parv's husband. Yeah, I was just no thank you to that. And then Adam's dad is, I'm going to say, 10 years older than me. <laughs> Adam's dad seemed very young, did he not? Danielle, I, I'm sorry to remind you that you are <laughs> in your 30s, which is very old. Adam might be but 22 for all we know. I have no idea how he's old a Adam mil. is. No, he's a mill. If he's a mill, he's an, not 22. He's a little older. Yeah. I'm a mill too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because now people who are 22 are Gen Z. They're Zoomers. They're Zoomers. Thank you for listening. Like and subscribe. We'll see you on TikTok, Zoomers. We don't have we a TikTok. <laughs> no, we don't have one, but I love TikToks. I watch them for an hour before I go to sleep every night. Do you have TikTok? Um, the app? I have it. Yes. Have you posted to it? I have posted one TikTok about my dog. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the baby, what's her name's baby? They all have babies. No, the very tiny baby. She was that baby was too small, in my opinion, to come to Survivor. I just, hey man, I've I'm lucky enough to have traveled the world. Mm. 
Los Angeles to Fiji is quite a flight. So I'd imagine from Cleveland, New York, Carolina with kids to Fiji. Nightmare. Nightmare. My dude. Thank first of all, thank you, Fiji Airways. Second, <laughs> like you got a single dad with the kid or the single mom with the kid on the on the 17 hour flight from LA to Fiji or LA to Hong Kong, then you gotta go to Hong Kong to Fiji or whatever. Like that's that's a trip. Now those are the real survivors, people who survived that flight. The real survivors, people sitting next to that crying baby. <laughs> it's like I'm just trying to watch, trying to watch the way back on the back of my, my <laughs> My my headrest. Oh my gosh. Um. So yeah, there were a couple babies, as you said. There was also there was a close up of Parv's husband kissing her when she was trying to talk, and there was also a close up of a baby licking their mom's mouth. Um, which I know isn't it's not gross because they're like it's love and it's a baby. I know it, but I didn't need the close up of it. I'm just I I'm gl- I'm glad I didn't clock that. Maybe I was just like you know typing these notes into my phones. One thing that I wonder if you noticed, because you are the one who I recall made a huge deal about watching the film Roma in theaters instead of on your phone. Saw Roma in theaters. I saw The Irishman in theaters. I thought both were just okay. (laughs) Well, (laughs) didn't you find there was a shot of, and I don't even know whose family it was, but it was like this huge family on Survivor. They're all hugging on the beach crying as oh. the waves crash behind them. Jeremy's it looked exactly family. like Roma. Probably. Probably Jeremy's family. Yeah, that shot, the poster of Roma from yeah. the movie where like the maid almost drowns to say, yeah. sorry, spoilers <laughs> for Roma. No. Yeah, they all, Everyone's fine. They all, yeah, they all were fine. So, <laughs> I mean, it was just so many families. Who can keep track, really? Um, Michelle... I'm the Michelle character this year where it's like, I just want to know who's like, who's the first person? Because we get like six or seven husbands or wives or kids or fiancés in a row. It's like, who's the first person who's like, friend comes? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, my hubby, I haven't seen you. Lick my mouth. Oh, my baby. And it's like, hey, this is is my friend, Steve. I don't got anybody else. Bring my dog. Honestly, bring my dog to Fiji. It was so good. I wish they could bring my dog to Fiji. Oh, she would thrive there. Um, we got a comment about that in it from at Small Baby. And Small Baby said, <laughs> watching Survivor, and I wish that for Michelle's loved one's visit, they brought out Wendell. And I just thought that was so funny. That would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah. So Michelle just got her sister or whatever. And then Adam's got his dad. Which is sweet. His mom passed his away. His young dad, yes. His, yeah, his so young, young dad. dad. His, young, I fresh did not dad. think his dad was like that fresh. He had to have been like in his fifth. Like, if Adam's no. twenty five and his dad is fifty two, it's a normal. That's a normal separation. His dad was forty. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. It's possible. So. The thing that the note from small baby actually gets me into the next thing. Are we done with all these people? Yeah, please. So it gets me to the next thing. So we cut to shit island and I go, you know what? If they're bringing a bunch of babies to regular island, vote me off. I want to be on fart island. <laughs> and nope. 
Oh, there's a boat in the distance. Get out the um, little binoculars. It's a boat full of every more kids. Oh my god. It never ended. It, it was, was horrible. I would raise the flag right there. Get me off. I don't want to be around anybody's kids. I know it's just, it's just screaming and everyone's crying. It's so much emotion, which like I I get on Big Brother when it's been, you know, Three 60 months. days. Yeah. You haven't seen your family. They've been on this island for like two weeks. 24 days. Okay. 24 days at the time <laughs> of this. Time. Okay. Three weeks. Yeah. No, more than more than that, because maybe maybe three days to get there or whatever and do like whatever pre pro stuff they have going there. Yeah. Like if I didn't see my loved ones for a mo- month, I'd be fine. Get over it. I haven't seen my loved ones for a <laughs> month right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where's our medal? <laughs> yeah. Like we're all in quarantine, not seeing our loved ones. Except if you look, if thank God you live with one of them like I do, but like. You're not, I'm not seeing my brothers. I'm not seeing my mom. Not seeing like, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing, where's Bob, where's Bobby? Where is, where's my baby? You know, so, I mean, we all know how I feel about, about Bobby. So it should be said that my vote for this episode, I would have voted off Bobby. I would have voted off Parv's husband. Yeah, you would have voted off. Okay, so that's a good, so we'll vote, we're voting off Bo- Bobby and Parv's husband. Is there anyone we're like giving the like, <laughs> Immunity, immunity idol, too. idol too. Yeah, I'm gonna give the immunity idol to Adam's young fit dad. Oh. <laughs> I Tyson, it probably makes is Tyson Mormon or something like that. I, I think I remember. No, he like would that. have more kids. He's only got one. He's only got one. Hmm. Interesting. Also, I thought he was like a weirdly like sister wifey sort of background. He might be. But I'm gonna give it maybe. to to Tyson's wife. For putting up with this shit, his fucking peanut butter slopping ways. <laughs> you know, but you know the the other thing that came to light where I was like, "Wow, is Tony's wife is a saint?" Because he was like, "This is the first time I've ever been able to have my family come." Because the first time he was on, his wife was had the one da- daughter. Yeah, she was too, she was too young. Yeah, and then they she had the she was too heavily pregnant with the son. I was like, these children's entire lives have revolved around their dad being on this reality show where he leaves them to go live in the freaking wilderness. Yeah, I mean, come on. Just go to be on Big Brother. Come on, guys. Beautiful <laughs> Studio City, California. You can fly right into Burbank. Infested. Fly to right into Burbank. It's 10, 20 minute drive from the airport. You can stay with Brett. You cannot. <laughs> Bobby so, is yeah. not staying with Brett. It was just so many people. And like, usually they do a competition where then the family member gets to come back to camp. But this time where they were like, just bring everybody. So the family just kept going and going and like children were making sand soup and it just didn't end. If anyone has been on vacation with children, <laughs> You instantly watched this and were like, I'm having flashbacks right now. Not the good kind. And I want this to be over. Like if anyone spent. I want to go back to the adults only pool. If anyone spent time with a child, like building a plate, like a a sandcastle and crying and getting it all like. That's not fun. Like, I think it's fun if it's your kids, but you and I are childless. So we do not relate. Adult millennials. I know we're. Yeah. 
us we're and childless adults. We go to Disney World without the kids. I go to Disney World <laughs> with the aid of, of some things that are legal in the state of California and a few other things. Uh, yeah, so this, yeah, states. this really wasn't, it wasn't for us this first half of the episode, but whatever, let's keep it moving to the competition where they have to put the word immunity together with blocks <laughs> very carefully. Yeah, I like this challenge. It was good. It was better than the like, Obstacle course A, obstacle course B, puzzle. Like, yeah. this was pretty simple, though. I guess someone, I forgot who spelled it wrong a previous year. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Tony won. Good for him. Um, I want to bring up something that happened. I don't know if you saw this. I'm sure people are noticing if you're watching television and you're not fast forwarding the commercials, all commercials have had to pivot to reflect our current times. So oh, yes. all commercials have to be like, we know the world is hard right now. That's why if you want to buy a car, Buick is making that possible remotely. But there was this one commercial that was, um, it was for Kraft Heinz and it was like horrible. Listen, we know you need mayonnaise in this desperate, <laughs> desperate time. It was, yeah, it was one of the people who work at Kraft Heinz, you know, someone offered them a bonus to do the voiceover for the studio where it was like, I'm happy to go work in the Heinz craft factory where they were not wearing masks, barely wearing gloves and not social distancing from each other at all. I love Heinz breathing, products. Breathing. I, I consume the original 57 ketchup like it is. Sure. Of course. We all do. Sunlight. <laughs> but just think about it. They, these people are spreading their, What's the term for our our their viral loads Whoa. all over that ketchup? And maybe they don't. I, I mean, I hope and pray they don't have coronavirus, but they might be asymptomatic carriers. And they are working in that factory. I couldn't believe that this was. Are entering. you recommending that the 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 many listeners of Hey Julie don't consume <laughs> Heinz? Or craft no, product. Is it craft too? Craft Heinz. It's the same I company. Didn't know. Same? I don't even know. Man. Yeah. I'm but, I'm off on my my uh, food conglomerates. <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't believe that they would air it just because they have to have had the time. You know, everyone's made their new commercials with new voiceovers where it's like, <laughs> we still want you to buy stuff. Please still buy stuff. But yeah, we're we're sensitive to the fact that like this is the worst pandemic to ever happen in our lifetime. But yeah, so, I love these commercials that, so much. Yeah, it made it past quality control where they weren't like, um, it shows coworkers literally chatting to each other two feet in their defense. Away. In their defense, they probably just used b-roll of like hey let's just like let's just take a nice camera through the factory because why would they send a crew to go like film that whole thing like a lot of these commercials are clearly like i saw lexus one it was beautifully shot and it's like i don't know if they sent like a camera crew with like a red camera like cinema like cinema camera and they found the perfect light in this stuff it's like they probably just have gone through and got a bunch of b-roll at other times of like oh this is like a beautiful looking showroom this is a beautiful looking uh uh lexus factory with the sunlight <laughs> the sunset hitting oh this is a beautiful lexus service center there's a beautiful sure. you know, and in their defense they were probably just using b-roll and this probably wasn't from the last two weeks that being said 
maybe don't show pictures of if you don't have if you're not showing pictures of the workers with masks on, maybe just show someone squirting some some ketchup on their on their burger, yeah. making like a nice tuna salad or with the with the mayo, you know, show something other than the one thing we're most concerned about, which is some worker in wherever sneezing into the mustard. S- spreading their viral load. Viral load. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't believe my eyes that it made it past quality control. Like, I guess quality control was deemed non-essential on nope. this shoot because because it is shocking. And I don't watch a lot of commercials, but immediately I was like, oh, I gotta watch this because this is the, <laughs> this is the epitome of a like, of a huge, as you said, a conglomerate Food conglomerate being like, we know times are hard right now. That's why Kraft is making sure your ketchup is extra, like have you, <laughs> tomatoey. Do, do you fly Delta at all? I mean, I know you fly. I, you fly. I I don't remember if I. Yeah, I think I have, but it wasn't like I best. have gotten an a fucking enormous amount of emails from the CEO of Delta. Like every <laughs> week, the CEO of Delta is like, "Hey." We know we know what you're thinking about or we're thinking about you at this time. It's like, all right, you can send one like hey email Delta, like not every week. Well, it's because I don't know if anyone else saw this tweet. This was the best. It was a tweet that was like airlines six months ago. Fuck you. Pay extra to check your bag. Your seat's the size of a raisin. No, you can't bring an extra bag. No, you don't get food. Pay extra for it, you idiot. And then airlines today, where it's like, please won't you fly on a plane? <laughs> please won't you travel now? <laughs> I'm not. I'm nope. I'm not going on. I mean, I'll go on a plane once shit gets better. Like I don't. I don't care. Whatever. Of course, but like, I would love to support our poor airline industry and the CEO of Delta. <laughs> and Just the CEO my of email address. Yeah, yeah, of course I'll go back to flying. But um, but it's just so funny. To watch them, you know, yeah, lick their chops a little bit. I don't lick know if my that's boot, the right term. Delta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's you know just our our weekly hey Jeff commercial check. No, I have anyway. more. I have more on commercials. Oh, you do? Okay. do you do you have the same Toyota? The the car commercials are weird because they're kind of highly regionalized even the ones that seem like they're national commercials do you have the toyota ads where it's like the woman who's the receptionist at toyota and she's like vaguely friendly no i don't think so so i guess maybe it's just a southern california or like west coast regional toyota ones where it's like she's just she's like the toyota girl and she's like late 40s and she's just very friendly and she's like always wearing red (laughs) And like I don't know what her actual name is or whatever, but she has like a name in universe. It's like she's like a very it's like a very milk toast vanilla version of Flo from Progressive. Right, I was just gonna say it's basically, but at least Flo, it's like she's weird. She's got like little cat cat eyes. She's you know she's a little spunky. This she's just like hey, you want to try it up? That sounds good. And uh, so <laughs> I just got one today, and it's clearly this actress. Who they like sent a red, like the perfect like Toyota red sweater to, and they're like, open up Skype, woman, <laughs> and she's like, hey, it's like Jen from Toyota. We know we're we know you're like you want to have the most the reliable car right now. It's like what? this oh, poor woman. I hope that she's getting paid for that. Hopefully oh, that yeah, counts as like no, a full she... national ad or whatever. 
give me a break. That actress is counting her lucky stars. She's like, thank God. Yeah. Finally, something's in production. Oh, she's doing good for her, I say. Good for that actress. <laughs> good for Jen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any other? Yeah, that one was just bothering me. I had to get it off my chest. No, I'm glad you did. Listen, we all have things on our chest. Um, <laughs> but so, all right, back to Survivor. So, Here's the problem. I, this yeah. episode was a mess. Yeah, I, I was going to tell high. you. They got too high on their own fumes, I think. I think they got literally high last week. <laughs> <laughs> because they went, yeah, last week was so fun. And it was chaos, but like it was chaotic good. This episode was just chaos where I couldn't keep track of what was going on. And I literally just stopped taking notes after. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to keep track of this. It's just so much. I mean, could you make any sense of it? No, I I was going to, this is exactly where I was going to pick up. I was going to be like, all right, so we get back and things happen. I'm not necessarily sure who's working with who, but also for the first time, it seems that there are legitimate uh, teams. There are right. two legitimate alliances. Jer, so Tony wants, Tony wants Jeremy out. I think. Yeah, Tony wants Jeremy yeah. out. Sarah wants Kim out. Sarah, you know what? Sarah's smart. Sarah's like, Kim's going to win. And that's what I was saying last week. Kim is going to win. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. aware of her. She almost won the challenge this week. She won it last week. Like, she's proving to be pretty good at these individual challenges. And uh, they want, so they, they want Kim out. Tony wants Jeremy out. Tony's sort of like acting like because he has the necklace, whatever he says goes. They want to get out Sophie. They're going to play idols. Whisper. It's just whisper That's town. That's the problem. I can't keep. They want to get everyone out. <laughs> yeah. The, There's no one target. There's seven targets. The the honestly, I was like, man, when when Nick lost, Nick was doing pretty well. And then I, I, he I, I don't know. I don't remember if his puzzle fell over, if he just came in second or third or whatever. But like, um. I was like, man, poor Nick. When he lost that challenge, I was like, this guy's been getting votes every week cast against him for yeah. three or four weeks now. And now it seems just looking at the voting, I could I have gone back? Could I have rewound the tape and looked at like who the fine like there was basically a five versus a four in in there? Yeah. Could I have? Absolutely. Did I? Absolutely not. No, no, no. I expect the narrative and the storytelling to make me, the viewer, an idiot feel good. Yeah. I don't want to be, a, I don't want to have to decode. I don't want to have to be like, you know, a detective in a show with my wall full of alliances and this string goes to this person and this string to that person. I don't want to be that gif of the woman doing math. Oh, I yeah. just want, I just want the survivor editors to make it clear to me who's against who and what's going on. Well, I didn't. So, like, I think it's like Nick, Ben, Sarah, Sophie, Tony, and Kim, Denise, Tyson, Michelle. I was like, are there? Those are the kind of the two groups. Jeremy leaves. Jeremy's just like. I mean, I think Jeremy was right too. I think the big. I think the big hubbub was because Jeremy was like he sensed what was going on. And he was like, I'm out, and he leaves. Doesn't get to vote, but also doesn't get to get voted off. And so a group of people all sort of put their heads together and Kim 
plays her idol for Denise. Doesn't exactly work. There's a Sarah steals Denise's vote. Uh, right. It's, it's too much. Jeremy leaves like it's like everyone had a secret power and they all played it at this at this um, tribal council. So that made it go from, it, you know, if two people had if two people maybe had done it or one person, it would have been like a fun ooh intrigue. But since every person did it, it was just a mess. I'm a not big fat mess. I'm not Wolf Blitzer standing on the holodeck on election night. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't have all the permutations. I don't have the producer in my ear. I don't have no. the graphs. I, I, yeah. I just didn't understand what happened. I mean, I yeah. And, Tyson got voted out. You know, he was the, he also he came back from Fart Island too. like this. <laughs> he wasn't going to win. Like at some point he was going to be at some point he was going to be the target you know, either the direct target or the indirect target because they didn't have anyone. I mean, it seems like they wanted to vote at Jeremy and that didn't happen. And Tyson's like, all right, well, he's a physical threat and we voted him off a month ago anyways. So, yeah, so let's get rid of him again. Yeah, yeah I, I flashed back to when he told his daughter, like, this is what daddy does. I'm like, daddy just got fired again. Maybe he <laughs> needs a job. <laughs> yeah, daddy needs to drive for Postmates. Yeah, so... That's Survivor, guys. Yeah, I mean, I think the most interesting part of it was the commercials. <laughs> yeah, the commercial it was a fall from, from Grace from last week. Last week was such a high. That's to be expected. Maybe that's why they did such a family-friendly episode this week, because they were like, let's just get this part over with. Everyone expects it. Maybe some, I'm sure some people like it. Um, let's just do it in this episode, because there's no way we're topping last week anyway. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't, whatever. We'll see what happens next week. So before we get into Ben Affleck's film, let's go to a couple questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Phil of Nine, if you had to choose a fast food franchise for a luxury comp, which would you pick? He, and he says he would choose Panda Express. His favorite Ooh. dish is beef and Barbara broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true Hey Julie fan. <laughs> that's so good oh, that's so first good. of all the best dish there is the orange chicken like you can get beef and broccoli anywhere that orange chicken is chemically uh, chemical <laughs> it's like it's addictive, addictive? yeah <laughs> I can't speak to it because I actually have never had Panda Express however to the to your question, fast food franchise. Oh, so it can't be it can't be fast casual like sit down, right? It has to be fast. What food. do you like? What do you mean, like? Like I was thinking, he meant you know how they did like Applebee's or yeah Outback. Yeah, like that's. I mean, that's not even fast casual. That's just like casual. Cause fast isn't fast casual like Chipotle. Oh yes, you're right. Well, if we if we were doing chain restaurants for me for sure it would be pf chang's oh yeah if we're doing fast casual it would be by chloe for me what is that it's like the vegan fast food place it's so uh, good we don't have and that. then if we're doing just fast food shake shack all the way baby all right fast food give me taco bell fast wow. casual i mean but i mean is I would say Panda Express is more fast casual. I'm going to say Panda Express fast ca fast casual. I'm making the rules now. Whoever 
wrote this in here. And then for just straight up cash. Hmm. Probably go Chili's. Or like BJ's. Is BJ's big enough? I've never heard of BJ's. Okay. I'll do Chili's. Okay. Um, did you know that the CEO of Outback is making sure that all of the Outback employees are getting paid throughout this pandemic? Good for Speaking them. Speaking of corporate America. <laughs> Fun note about uh, Outback. If you go to Outback Steakhouse with an actual Australian person, they will be horrified because the use of like, <laughs> I, they don't, they don't, the term, you're not even really supposed to use the term Aboriginal anymore, but sort of like First Nations, uh, mm. people, indigenous uh, people uh, in Australia, Australia, there's like a ton of that iconography and imagery and stuff. And it would be like if you went to an American themed restaurant in France and it was just like sort of this weird swath of like. Of like, like Native American flag. and like the Confederate flag. And like there was just <laughs> oh, no, God. just like no, yeah. And maybe like a white hood from, you know, from the thing. Oh my that, yeah, like just sort I of like no a, a bit of like a mix of like stuff from America, like American iconography from history. And well, uh, to be fair, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, Outback, it's not bad. The food's pretty good there. But like, I mean, for oh, what, I love the for bread, what the it bread. is. Yes. For what it is. Give me that pumpernickel bread. A little bit of butter. Mm. Yes. I'm, I'm getting hungry. Oh my gosh. I love Outback now that I'm talking about it. Okay. Are they open? Are they open? You just said something about the CEO. They're paying no, everybody? I, they're, I don't yeah, he's paying everybody, but they I don't think they're open. But you can't you can't get a postmates from Outback? I'm gonna I don't figure believe this so. out the minute we hang up. Um I and I just want to give a shout out. We have one more question, but then we, we also got this comment from Matt May eighty one who said once the podcast started talking about Survivor, I went to listening to it at 2x speed, as I normally do. And an extended 2x Danielle laugh seriously has been haunting me all day. Do you listen to podcasts 2x? No, I know. I mean, sometimes they'll do like 1.25. Um, Is it because we talk too slowly? No, we, we talk fast. I mean, I don't edit this podcast if anyone has been aware. <laughs> it's quite obvious. But I'm I don't edit out like our ums and like. uhs and pauses or anything like I would <laughs> at work. No, we, this podcast is raw and real. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so from, and then finally from at, hey, Bev, Bev, if you had to be in quarantine when, with any of the remaining players, who would you choose? It's a great question. Uh, so me alone with one of the remaining players. I'll go. Okay. You know who I voted out this episode? Bobby. Because <laughs> something about Sophie does it for me. I don't know why. <laughs> she's just she's just weird. Bobby? No, I'm voting off Bobby so I can get closer to Sophie. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. I thought for a second Bobby. there was a <laughs> player named Bobby. It's too confusing, Survivor. Okay. Yeah, when they throw fucking 30 people in this episode. I'm going to say I would choose to quarantine with my girl, Denise. Oh, yeah. She'd be great. She's such a I good mom. I think she'd be really fun. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think she'd be a caretaker. And I think she would. But I also think she'd be like, if I didn't want to do, you know, my indoor cardio workout tapes, I think she'd be like, get your ass off the couch. Let's go. Yeah. 
So I think she'd be very motivating. You know, that's really good. I, I, I wish I picked that because I think, I think <laughs> that's a really good choice. All right. Uh, great survivor chat. And now to delve into the reason you guys are really listening. The way back. It's available for $5.99 rental on Amazon Prime at the moment. Yes. And so, I mean, I can see why this movie appealed to you, Brett, because it's about... (laughs) It's about being sad and drinking? Or is it a... (laughs) Because it's about sports. (laughs) It's not even about sports. That's my takeaway from it, is that it's a sports movie that's not about sports. The sports is tertiary. This is the spoiler zone, so just so that everyone knows. Yeah, go watch the movie, then listen to this part of the podcast. This was shocking to me, because this movie plays out like any typical, like, oh, this guy has moved on from the sports team, but he's he's got to come back. He's got a history with this sports team. You know, Mighty Ducks. Um, Who's years? (laughs) (laughs) Um... What's another sports? Uh, little Giants. Like, whatever. It's all the same. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, but it, but this movie decided to push it to the next level. I this thought, movie yeah. made that movie. And then ended it. Hello, wait, at, like, are you still there? And then, it, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to go on a rant now. This was this sports movie where, yeah, it's like the, the, the drunk guy's got to coach the team. And then, and we, we spoiler don't. alert, that movie ends at like hour 10. The movie ends on a freeze frame. And it's like, he won the game. Yay. Freeze frame. Oh, wait. There's another 35 minutes of this movie in which there's a drunk driving accident, a breaking and entering, a child dies. Like, it was great. So it was definitely not what I expected. Yeah. Um, I, too, was like, the movie ended, and I thought to myself, I can't believe I just paid $5.99 for a movie that was an hour long. <laughs> How is this over? And it even ends with, like, a still image of Ben Affleck, like, smiling and, like, the team winning, and it's all good. And then the movie kept going, and I was not prepared for the depth of this film. And I really did... I mean, yes, mostly this movie made me want to go rewatch Goodwill Hunting, but I, I'm just going to take a stand right now and say that Ben Affleck is an amazing actor. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes to therapy to talk about his dead son. Oh, my gosh. And the therapist is like, you need to find a way to like accept it, but also move on with your life. It was so beautiful. His eyes filled with tears and I felt very moved. This movie, I didn't, I wasn't ready for how upsetting it was going to be because as you said, I I wasn't ready for dead child. I didn't know that was in this movie. I knew he was like an alcoholic who coaches a basketball team. That's all I knew about it. And I think people listening are probably like, Danielle and Brett, you guys just spent half an hour shitting on children. (laughs) Why would you care about a dead child in this movie? But you guys, this This child dying, it hit different. And you don't even see, you know, it's like, it's after the fact. The child has already passed away. Well, another one, another one gets. Well, yes, another one does (laughs) pass away. But you have to, (laughs) you have to live with the after effects. And I thought they did a wonderful job of showing how horrible that must be. 
And I thought Ben Affleck embraced that part of his character. Do it's you? Beautiful. What do you think? Which movie do you think Ben Affleck saw and tried to steal from? <sighs> steal from more. Hmm. His brother's film, Manchester by the Sea. Mm. Dead children, <laughs> lots of driving around in, in sort of a, a driving around being drunk, dead kids, <clears throat> or his his rival, Ben oh uh, no, Matt Brad Pitt's film Moneyball, sports, <laughs> driving around in a pickup truck, being sad, staring into the mm. ocean. Which which movie do you think he pulled from more? Or is it equal? It's such a great question. Um, I think equal. And I also think he was stealing from his nemesis. And I really think this man, this actor is every male star over 50s nemesis because he's so pure, so good. And I'm talking, of course, about Donu Reeves in The Replacements. Oh. Another sports Not even Keanu Reeves in Hardball? Oh, fuck. It, oh god he's been in two of these oh my god well the replacements isn't kids though it's like a bumbling crew of nfl players hardball right. is like he's got to coach the the kids the ragtag rag team. kids team yeah 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 i think he was stealing from then that one <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it wasn't what i expected did i enjoy it uh a little bit <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I I thought I mean, his performance, I thought everyone's performance elevated it. Otherwise, it was pretty standard fare. So performances, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Would this okay. movie have been helped by like other like recognizable actors? Like you had Michaela <clears throat> Watkins, who's just getting paid. Like this is the this is the Star seven the years. This, yeah, this is the seven years of Michaela Watkins getting cast as the like uptight like sister or neighbor or friend or whatever and you're like man she seems a bit she seems a bit intense i have to invite her to the dinner party but like i'm not going to be happy about it so she's the sister uh al magical of the daily show right is is there good for him a fine fine performance absolutely do you think there should have been what's up yeah his wife, his ex-wife, was played by someone who I do not do not know who that is. No, yeah, which do you is think, surprising. Do you think it would have been helped if it was like Anna de Armas? No, because Anna de Armas could be his daughter. <laughs> you know they're dating in real life, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I know that. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we like, talked about that, right? Oh yeah. Okay. But no, like I'm trying to think of the sort of right person who's not a bigger star than than Affleck for sure but like you know recognizable I don't know it's tough because you know Affleck has like co-star Carrie Russell he wishes I wish (laughs) (laughs) Carrie Russell's busy honey get Carrie Russell in there for three doing what being in a Star Wars Um, movie wearing a fucking lycra jumpsuit and a fucking helmet for two and a half hours in a Star Wars movie and raising up the little visor impossible movie I'll have you know she she is yeah wasn't that her no that's Rachel Ferguson Rebecca Ferguson Carrie was in 
She was in something with Tom Cruise. Uh, yes, Mission her. Impossible 3 in 2006. Oh, Mission, oh yeah. That was, that was 2006. <laughs> God. Hashtag we Mia 20. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I give it a, a thumbs up. Part of it was a good, it was a noble entry into the first entry into Brett and Danny's movie club. So. I do want to ask, even though I probably have the better answer than than you, and I don't oh. even really know what the hell this is. Where the okay. hell in Los Angeles does this movie take place? It's so funny you bring that up because I was watching this movie with my husband, and he kept he kept demanding to know where this movie took place. And something I said, about it is very know. off. Because <laughs> I was like, "There's palm trees. It's probably California." He was like, "No, no, it's Pacific Northwest." It's got to be, it's got such a weird, he was like, it's got a weird topography at one point. It does. He is right. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, the the head priest, the old fella, is like, the call me fart. back. My number is 424, blah, blah, blah. 424 is a Los Angeles area code. I at first right. thought it was the, like the San Francisco area because- mm. Okay, not because he's a construction worker at like adjacent to like the docks. He's right. like on these high rise whatevers, and there's like some dock stuff in the background. The younger, the kid who's the star point guard, he goes to his dad's job. His dad is like a, a longshoresman flopping bass off of a truck or something like right. that. He's got a big rubber apron on. <laughs> So we have something very seaside there to some very Californian architecture and it seems like a bad part of town, right? But then yeah. the sister lives in the nice part of town. But then they show the exterior of the high school, which I would imagine yeah. is closest to where the kid lives, whose dad is the longshores, the single longshoresman, father of three at the docks. Yeah. And there's a, mount, a fucking giant mountain right behind the fucking high school. The topography yeah, and- is off. And they were wearing sweaters, which I know no one in LA is doing. Hey, basketball season in high school is is winter, in mm. at least in California. So it's like mm-hmm. it's like January to March. Definitely right. wear a light jacket. Well, it was. I mean, at one point he looked up where this movie was filmed because he needed to put an end to this mystery. Where was it filmed? Los Angeles. <laughs> ben Affleck's like, I'm going to do this sad dad movie. And then at the end of this, hold on. At the end of this movie, he's like at the nicest rehabilitation center ever. He's at the, he's like. Malibu, right? He's like in Malibu shooting some hoops at like the nicest, like, you know, beginnings center ever. Whatever. I don't know where this movie takes place. I, I don't either. Look, we, we think it's LA, but we don't know. I think it's LA, but where in LA has. I mean, I thought, okay, maybe it's like Long Beach or whatever, because it has, you know, it's a little bit, you know, more, I wouldn't say economically depressed. That's not right. But I would say it's like a little bit, it's not like, it's not Pacific Palisade. It's not Beverly Hills or whatever, right? You know, it's a little bit more blue collar, you know, because there's this big port over there. The only conclusion we can come to is that this movie took place in an alternate universe. Oh. (laughs) Where... In it, this was a different version of California through a different lens, through a wormhole of some sort. 
So this is where, a science fiction film. Yes. <laughs> where Ben Affleck is not known as Batman. He is a sad dad who breaks into someone's house and pees in their toilet. If you woke up, Ben Affleck was peeing in your not this character, but Ben Affleck was drunk and peeing in your toilet. What would you do? Well, I would be upset, but I do want to, that brings me to another point, which is that Ben Affleck, so this is a part in the movie where Ben Affleck is very drunk. He seemingly goes home and starts to go to the bathroom in his toilet, but it turns out it's a stranger's house. Well, he thought how it was the he, woman's, like who he picked up at the bar or who picked him up at the bar. Right. But how did he know where the bathroom was? When you go to a new building for the first time, you don't know where anything is. The first thing you, you go, oh, hey. Karen, Where's thanks for inviting me over. Yeah. Where's the bathroom? <laughs> mm-hmm. So clearly he had superpowers of some sort. The door was universe. open to the bathroom <laughs> in his yes. defense. Yes, but still. And would Listen, you think an alcoholic has a better sense of where the toilet is than other well, people? Because he's I would peeing imagine. and vomiting so much. When you have to go to the bathroom really bad, anywhere is the bathroom. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't the bathroom. <laughs> Ew, remember in Survivor this week how Tyson told his daughter that the ocean was his toilet? Actually, that was very illuminating. Because <laughs> I wanted to know if they were like squatting over a ditch and like using a leaf. Horrible. Mother Earth. We this are is the what virus. daddy does. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this us. Great. <laughs> dive super deep into the way back. <laughs> We talked about please. geography. Yes. <laughs> please always feel free to send us your comments and thoughts and questions at Hey Julie BB on Twitter. We are here. We're getting through Survivor. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully we, we'll make it through. We're a few weeks away from the finale. I think it's a little bit less than a month away. We're gonna have a it was announced the the, the schedule for the end of survivor on may 6th we will get a two-hour semi-final episode and may 13th i believe is a three-hour finale with zoom oh from God. home because they don't tell people like nobody knows who won survivor yet they do the, they do the finale live three hours i'm pre-yawning <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're not going to cover the finale um no, we will. All right. Yeah, just and I, let us know what movies you want us to watch, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Send us your submissions for the next movie club. For sure. All right. This was this was amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much. And bye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. <laughs>